All right, so let's do it. Let's do it. Shabbat Shalom, everybody. My name is Noel Joshua Hadley. This is the Unexpected Cosmology. I guess we're live now. I'm just talking like we're live. Let's just get into it. Tons of things to cover tonight. And the first thing I'm going to be covering is a repeat of last week's Watchers episode. And that got a lot of people excited. There, I was getting so many emails, comments, private messages, people saying they loved that. And I, I you know, you kind of have to see it for yourself. You have to read it for yourself. It's, it, it was me basically trying to take the, the judgment of the watchers and showing that their final judgment happens at the end of history, uh, right before the, the eighth great day at the end of the, the 10 weeks and showing that it actually lines up with Hasatan being released from prison or the abyss in Revelation 20. And so the basic idea is, is that many people have all come to this conclusion that the Watchers were released. I've seen people, uh, big top-notch uh, researchers, saying that they thought they were released in the 1800s or the late 1700s. Well, isn't that interesting? That lines up exactly with the mud flood telling us that there might be a connection between the mud flood and their release. All the, the, the energy uh, of, their, of their release, the, you know, the tectonic plates come together, the friction that would create a, liquefi uh, a, a liquefaction of the ground that would cause these mud floods. Another one could be like a resurrection event, which I've you know, theorized in the past as well. I don't really know. So a lot of people have been seeing out inf information. So we're gonna be reading from just like three new pages from this, uh, this document. So if everybody wants to turn to page 21, and I'll get right into it. If I could bring it up myself here. All right. Update 6-15-2023. That was two days ago I, I, I added this. Ever since publishing this paper a week or two ago, I've been bombarded with interest and excitement alike from my reading audience as well as my uh, listening audience as well as the predictable pendulum swing of the eyeballs from my holy roller, from my holy roller critics. I love you guys. Uh, the meteor creators in particular is what they're all a buzz about, the UN too. So just in review, I showed that there were 190 recognized meteor craters on the earth. That's not taking Antarctica into account. That's not taking the oceans into account. That's not even taking, you know, the, the head in wilderness, the greater realm into account, but there's 200. And then there's, there's uh, was it, I think, did I say there was 195 recognized countries in the world today, and that includes uh, non-member UN states, the Vatican and Palestine. So maybe a close, but no cigar. But it, a lot of people we know are coming to this conclusion about the, the 200 watchers being released and how that, that separates from the idea that there were 70 Elohim in biblical times, they've been judged, they've been done away with. Suffice to say that I had pinpointed the craters as a prison potential as far back as the summer of 2020, but whatever. As I was saying, my readers are all abuzz, writing their comments, harnessing their own sleuth skills, and feeding me additional clues wherever they may be. One such reader dropped the following word into my mailbox crypto explosion what the hell is a crypto explosion pun, pun intended i thought never heard of it 
And so check this out. So it turns out Wikipedia has an article on crypto explosion. Assuming you didn't bring a magnifying glass to the conversation, and I'll give you the lowdown. According to Wikipedia, there's a link to it there, the, the, the article, the term crypto explosion is now largely obsolete. That's so obsolete, I've never heard it until this day. Back in the day, though, it was a common term in the field of geology used to describe sites where there was geological evidence of a large-scale explosion within the Earth's crust, but without definitive evidence for the cause. Use, uh, use of the term went away in the late 20th century, some 40 or 50 years ago, when scientists unanimously decided they were meteor impact craters. Mm -hmm. I knew it all along. NASA fakes the moon landing and even the geologist play along. The very word crypto, the very word crypto is of Greek origin and means secret, hidden, or concealed. Sasquatch, for example, belongs in the cryptozoology camp, as do the watchers. I'm searching a sensing a tie-in. Are you? Well then hold on to something because because of what I'm about to show you. I suggest the toilet paper roll. That's what I like to hold on to, but to each his own. Now, the great serpent man likely needs no introduction to my audience. But for those of you who have fallen asleep in the Nephilim 101 course over the last 30 years, here is your catch-up moment. The Great Serpent Mound is a 1,348-foot-long, three-foot-high prehistoric effigy mound in Ohio and is the largest of its kind in the world. Happy Rip Van Winkle. Are we good to go? Actually, uh, the Great Serpent Mound is still on my, my bucket list. I have never been there. I've been all over, but I haven't seen this. I, I, I just... I just need to drive up there one weekend. I could probably do it, get there and back in a weekend, take the family or something. Stay at Motel 6 for the weekend. Make it fun. Here's something that I didn't know. The Great Serpent Mound was built over a crypto explosion structure. The map I am showing you derives from Ohio's Department of Natural Resources, specifically the Division of Geological Survey, and is dated 1975. You see, our controllers hadn't come to the mutual decision that it was a meteor crater quite yet, and the Apollo missions were over. Perhaps the Ohio geologists were holding out. It's also a check mark against my watcher's release theory, seeing as how, and I say, I stress, a check mark against, seeing as how the mound is an ancient one, but it also manages to complement the idea behind it in epic strokes. America means, as you guys know, land of the plumed, or I put in there in brackets, feathered serpent. Land of the feathered serpent or plumed serpent, which is a watcher's idea in and of itself. The watchers were the plumed serpents. And um, I, I, I should have put it in here. It was one of my pleasures when I was in uh, Sarlette Lake, Canada, and uh, that's in France. And it was actually in a cave, and there was actually a cave drawing of the Watchers. It's the only one that I know of on record where they actually drew a, a plumed feather serpent reptilian uh, medicine man. And that was really cool uh, to, to see that. But then we have the world's most pristine example of a serpent effigy built on top of a crypto explosion structure, not a coincidence. So that was the end of the update there. It was just really quick. But I just want to show you guys that here we have a crypto explosion site 
where they built the uh, the Great Serpent Mound, telling us that there is indeed a connection between at least the ancients saw a connection between the um, the these meteor craters and places where these plume serpents lived, right? Um, and now I will. I will add really quickly, and maybe I, I need to cover this. I was talking to you guys before we went live that there, I had talked about the 70 generations that when the watchers were to be judged were 70 generations from wherever they were at. Well, we know that Enoch was the seventh of his generation and Yahushua HaMashiach, according to the gospel of Luke in that genealogy, he was the 77th from Adam, which means he was the 70th from Enoch. So the question I have is, were the watchers judged when Yahushua HaMashiach uh, went down to Sheol and rose from the dead? So in that sense, if that is true, um, then that, that crypto explosion mound could in fact be a monument to the watchers. Just want to throw that out there. It doesn't really work with my timeline you know, of, of now, but it's something to think about. 